Alright, you tell me when you're ready. Are you recording already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't even have my batteries in. That's alright. Alright, Hunter Lawrence, Dark Side from the Moto Xbox Show. Uh, I got some questions for Motorcycle in Queensland. Um, first one. Hunter, you're over the halfway mark in your first AMA motocross season. How's your job satisfaction level this year? Well, we don't have the red plate for one, so it's not what we wanted, of course, but no, we're just taking it as it comes, mate. We're trying to be fit and healthy um, every weekend. You know, we from the start of the season, we made good steps with bike setup um, and ourselves, and then, you know, we're, we're working on, on engine setup and stuff like that just to get us a bit more... Uh, on a level playing field with, with the other guys, you know. Um, yeah. That we're struggling with the start, so yeah, we're done testing this week and stuff, trying to get some stuff going, and uh, yeah, we're still building and working on it, but we'll see how we go, and yeah, I mean, uh, I think we're fifth in the championship, yep. which, you know, it's all right. Um, we had DNF, um, and a bit of bad luck, um, actually, so yeah, it's, it's a bummer and that sort of thing, but hey, it's first year, we just keep clocking in those hours and then chipping away and yeah we'll uh hopefully get on the box uh, again before the season's finished absolutely so he also asked you kind of touched on it but um how do you sum up your season's progress so far so it started out pretty hot had a, you know had some issues you talked about working on bike you know some bike yeah, issues yeah. i know that there's the motors maybe not quite where you guys want it to be but i know there's stuff happening to make it better sum that up a little bit with the progress yeah for sure so um you know, being in California all off-season, you're only riding tracks that are, uh, you know, amateurs ride and, and not not a track that you can even relate to a national track. Yeah. So, you know, come round one, our bike setup just, we missed the mark, you know, and that was a, a big thing. And, and then we put in a huge week before parlor, the that bike setup, um, you know, and we were feeling more comfortable, obviously, and it's shown, you know, first moto, I was sitting third, and, and I'd, I'd like to say I felt like I could have passed both of those guys. Um, you know, I sat behind him for a couple laps and I was, I was ready to make a move and then obviously my bike stopped, uh, the uh, oil and um, yeah. oil filter cover broke off, so yeah, bit of bummer. Um, but yeah, since then, you know, Thunder Valley was just different with altitude um, that, you know, took a toll on our body and just, again, bad starts. Mount Morris was good. Um, we regrouped um, between the two-week break and it was a good weekend. We had good starts there. The ground was hard. We didn't, pull the bike down as much as some others and and that was a good weekend obviously and uh yeah then jacksonville wasn't too bad eight fourth uh, fifth overall or no fourth overall mm -hmm. so that was all right i'm happy with riding and stuff just again the starts we, we got killed off the starts how deep it's out in front of the yeah. gates southwick uh similar story combined with the bike set up again and um, we got an equalizer today, I think, in the month. We do, we yeah. do. So, yeah, we're here. Uh, Red Bud was all right. I mean, yeah. it was 8-4. Um, I got caught up in the first moto of Red Bud with the uh, first turn crash, and I was stuck there. And then on that same opening lap, another guy crashed across the track in front of me, so I got stuck oh, behind geez. him again. So we came from last to eight, um, which was a good ride. It was tough, and the second moto we came out so, you know, mid-pack to fourth, so... Yeah, we're here, we're ready for redemption. Uh, we've worked on the bikes ourselves uh, again, so hopefully we can some good starts. And yeah, exactly, it's an equalizer. Yeah. We had a ton of rain, so uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. All right, what's the most fun track you've raced this year? Most fun track? Red Bud's cool. Uh, Mount Morris wasn't bad. Um, most people, most Americans say Redbud or Milk, yeah. but Milk was not yeah. going to be much fun today. Yeah, I'm not sure how, how much fun we're going to have today <laughs> in the mind, but 
Yeah, Red Bud's probably the one of the best ones so far. Honestly, Southwick was a cool track. I okay. liked it. I mean, I, I had a terrible day and stuff, but I, I liked it. it That's was cool good though. Track. You still had a positive. Sure. sure. Yeah. No, it was a it was a cool track. Uh, Jacksonville was pretty cool. It's a fun sort of track and stuff. But no, nah, tracks been pretty. They're all pretty decent. Though. Yeah. All right. Uh, have any of your perspectives changed as you've gone along this year? Has there been anything in particular that really didn't match what you were expecting at the pro level? Uh, not really. I mean, um, we knew it was going to be difficult. I mean, it's, you know, the Americans are fast on, on their tracks, obviously, you know, and in general. So it was, um, yeah, not really. I mean, there's not much to say about what we expected. We come in with an open mind yeah. and just expect the unexpected, you <laughs> okay. know. So when you get here, like today, you know, yesterday it was felt like, 45 degrees with you know 90% 100% humidity it was it was hot as balls that must be celsius you're talking yeah that was yeah <laughs> I, I'll do it in celsius yeah no it felt like it was 110 no, but yeah. for, the, for the aussies <laughs> yeah i know celsius. i know it's funny though but, oh mate it was a, it was ridiculous how hot and uh, humid it was you know oh, so yeah um, and then today like i'm looking for my jumper because it's it's free, like really cold you yeah. know it might not be that cold on the on the temperature but when you have you know, 45 degree heat feels like 110 with humidity, yeah. and then you have this weather today. It, it's like big drop. Oh, dude, it's yeah. ridiculous. You know, so it's like a 40 degree drop Fahrenheit, which is I want to say it'd have to be 20, 25 degrees Celsius drop as well. You know, right? So one extreme to the other. Yeah. All um, right. So he says, can you give us a feel for your training regimen? How many hours a week would you average on the bike versus off the bike? And what elements are you focusing on at the moment? Strength, flexibility, stamina, explosive power, peak performance, etc. Yeah, well, um, sorry. I'm, no, you're good. But, um, so in the off season, obviously our bike hours and our off the bike hours are a lot more because, especially here in America, the for one, the climate, the temperature is a lot cooler. In the off season, your body can take a lot more strain and recover in time for the next day. Um, but we ride, you know, four days a week in the off-season, Saturday, Sunday. Um, we do Saturday mountain biking, Sunday off, and, you know, your Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So, yeah, we, we did quite a few of our bike hours in the off-season. And then now we're into race season, so, I mean, all your work's done, sort of, kind of, in a way. You know, you're not trying to find immense fitness and, and build massively. You know, you're trying to maintain and, and gain... You know, one percent, two percent. You know, nothing, nothing big. You're not going to gain ten percent, twenty percent during during a back-to-back race weekend. You know, you're just going to kill your body. Sure. You know? So, yeah, where the bike hours are less, um, especially in Florida with how hot and humid it is. You know, we have a tough enough race weekend in the heat and stuff, and you know, to rehydrate and go through all that again. You know, it's and then keep. Uh, breaking your body down and, and putting your body under so much stress it's not good right. so you know the weeks are lighter in the hot humid and stuff and especially your body doesn't recover as much in the hot humid weather as it would in the cooler temperatures um, for example in Europe I was able to do a lot more riding a lot more off-bike training and okay. recover and feel better the next day than I, I can here just due to the recovery side of things sure. um, but yeah we're just maintaining at the moment Okay, got a few more for you. Uh, what sort of a competitor would you say you are in terms of your approach and outlook? I'd like to say a tough one because I'll never quit. Yeah. Um, it's hard to beat someone that doesn't quit. You know, I'll never give up. 
um, I don't know, a smooth technical rider. Yeah, never give up. Uh, pretty positive. I don't know what category rider I put. I'd like to say a good one. But yeah. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's definitely um, your. I, I see a championship in your future, man. I mean, yeah, with the ride you've had and the way you weren't scared of AC, you know, who's a, uh, basically no, I mean, a vet in this class. I got respect for all the guys yeah. and stuff, but at the end of the day, you just know, like, in, in my mind, you know, like, it's just. But the way I think of it, you know, the amount of sacrifices I've made and my family's made and the amount of stuff we've gone through to get to this point, it's. it's it's no option that we're, we're going to turn back now, you know. So, I mean, we've come this far. We, we, we need to get something out of it, you know. It's, yeah. It's, we don't need to, but we want to, you know, just for the sake of it. Yeah, know? I understand. I like this one right here. This I think this would be good. Is your brother Jet going to be as fast as you? Yeah, it's a, a good question, obviously. You know, I'll say how it is. I mean, his, the environment he's been in from when he started seriously racing has been a lot better environment than what I've been in, you know. I mean, he's, I've, me and Dad, you know, working together, I've, we've sort of been the guinea pig of it all, you know, finding yeah. what works, what does, you yeah. go one way, doesn't work, back another way, you know. So we saw it's all trial and error, trial and error. So theoretically, so to speak, in all honesty, he should, he should be better and faster than me. But, I mean... Obviously, I'm not going to let it happen. <laughs> yeah, like, there you go. That's you what know? I want to hear. I'm not going to let yeah, it happen. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if you if you if you look at the the facts and stuff on paper, then you know he, he sort of should be just to okay. the environment, yeah. the training. He's everything's been carved out for him as far as off bike um, okay. training, riding, what to work on, etc. Stuff like that. So okay, just a couple more. Um, it's known that you lived with Roxon's dad while you were in Europe and learned some stuff about your mental approach as it pertains to racing in the highest levels in the world. Yeah. Do you have any uh, pearls of wisdom you'd like to share with the Aussies or Aussie riders back home? Yeah. Um, I mean, the biggest thing with, with what we learned with Heiko was just about the body and, you know, good in toxins, bad in toxins in your body, you know, and when you're so pissed off after a race, the bad in toxins in your body don't help your recovery you know so a lot of things you know like when i'd have a bad race i'd be so angry and furious i'd, I'd be in such a bad mood oh yeah and stuff and i wouldn't recover good and, and and even just during the week after a bad weekend i'd be pissed for like three days two days you know and the biggest thing he was trying to get into my head is you know it's happened it's happened put it behind you yeah positive you know your, bo- your body loves to feel good you know so the more you can have your body feeling good the happier your body is you know it's better your mood the better your recovery the, the good endorphins in your body the good toxins in your body you know your body loves that so i like um, that that's that's, in, yeah, that's interesting that, yeah, that yeah. side of things um you know a bit of mental well not really mental that was only the really mental thing to be honest i mean i'm not a i'm not a head case like you know so <laughs> that that was honestly all the thing is just getting me to okay. calm down and and look at it a different sort of way and like hey it's your body you've got to look after it and then uh, the main sort of things were just the physical side off bike. You know, we came from Australia. I did. I was a boxer and stuff. And oh, cool! In a, as a, that was sort of my training away from riding. Um, but yeah, it was more the off bike sort of things. You know, I went from coming from going to school uh, five days a week and doing some boxing at night times and stuff like that. But I was still a kid. You know, like going to the skate park, riding BMX, hanging with mates. So it was more just the structure how to structure your week and just just giving us a light of, of what it's what a pro is like you know? yeah because obviously it's, it's 
so different to Australia. You know, I think our, in Europe and in America, I think our programs are a lot higher and more structured and more serious than the guys in Australia, just because of the environment there and the environment we're in here. You know, so. Okay. Last one. Knowing what you know now from your travels, if you could talk to yourself as a young junior, say 14, would you give yourself any advice about the way you rode, trained, set goals, or just thought about the career you hope to have? Um, I mean, we, we, I would, but it wouldn't be sort of more riding and stuff. I mean, there would be a couple little things and stuff like that and like patience and a couple of things like that but it was more the decisions I think of of what you know I mean in Europe you know of like just for example if, if we had the opportunity to get onto orange bike yeah let's say you know we would be putting ourselves in a better position every moto um, to do well just because of their bike is so fast okay. um, you know so the starts were a big thing I mean my speed was never really in issue so to speak um, I generally always could come through a pack and stuff so maybe something like that but then again you know in the situation we were in we all we wanted was an opportunity to get out of Australia so we took whatever we were going to take whatever chance we could to get out of Australia so again I, I don't know if I really would change that because you know if we would have said no to that opportunity we want something better maybe the phone never would have rang you yeah know? so I think, you know, like, a lot of guys want to come over, see go straight to the best team, but hold on, you got to, you know, like Mitch Evans for a perfect example. That bike is is so slow, um, you know, it's no secret, it's it's not a great team, it's a, it's a little privateer team, sorry, not a, not, I'm not a great team, it's, it's not a private, an elite team, it's not a privateer team, and it's not a, like a, a uh, professional one, yeah. sorry, it's a, it's a privateer good privateer but it's not a professional one you know it's not a factory team so and he's taken it and he's you know perfect example he's doing what he can showing his package his talent uh hard work all that whenever he can you know which is good because the teams will see that you know they're not stupid they they know what bikes are fast and not so if they see that and they go hey you know what like we think this kid on our bike would be a lot better you know so i mean You can sit there and say you deserve this and you deserve that, but at the end of the day, if you have an opportunity to take it and, and show them you deserve it. Yeah, he definitely has good speed. Sure, sure. His speed's good. His fitness is good. You know, it's just it's difficult. You have to override that bike yeah. just because of what you're racing against. You know? yeah, so, yeah. like, yeah. Well, it seems like it worked out for you. I mean, you're on a fantastic, one of the top teams in the country. Exactly. You know, and, and, exactly. You know, I mean, I you're mean, up there, you know, <laughs> winning or, you know, you up know, the top it's, level. It's funny, you know, like, shit happens. Yeah. I had, I had a, factory Suzuki deal I had a two year deal and the team shut down Right. and like the Geico deal was done and dusted for 19 so you know we had one more shot at a world title and, and then we were basically like well we don't have anything for you, yeah. you know like that team was basically thrown together really quick and and the deal was thrown together really quick like they said you know we, we already have two riders signed we can't pay you anything so I had no salary um, you know, so you imagine no salary, like that, no, yeah, it was tough, it was yeah. really tough, traveling around Europe, you know, yeah. traveling to the races, yeah. you know, it's not just, I mean, we're flying to, you know, quite some places yeah. and stuff, you know, pretty far, and so yeah, it was tough, yeah. I mean, and I went from a factory Suzuki and I had a Geico, 
ride for the following year and, and then you get dropped to a privateer team like none of the other factory teams want you for, yeah. for one year yeah. you know with a shot at the world title but I mean happens you can pop it on the chin and, and move on to deal yeah, with best it best you can exactly just deal with it so. it was awesome well Hunter thank you so thank much you. for taking some time and uh, really appreciate it and good luck today thank you thank you